Oh, oh, oh. 
minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Wednesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Makes me happy, but sometimes it makes me sad. Israel has no friends in the world. In the Holy Land, the holy people of Israel are all alone. But you know what we have? Do you know? Do you know? Do you know what we have? This is And they'll never take our song away. Please join me. Oh! 
כולם חולמים ומצפים לנחמה, וכבר שנים שמחכים, מתי יבוא משיח במהרה? גם יחיד ומיוחד, לא נתוש ולא נשאיר אדם בצד, ואת שמחה ואת שרה, כולם כאיש אחד בלב Hashem, 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 Hashem,
JM in the AM. Good morning. It's a Wednesday. Welcome to 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills on the web, jmtheam.org. Baruch Levine with Modim from the CD by the very same name. Itzik Dadya with Am Yisrael. Yoel Weiss had Mia Ish. You heard Shlomo Katz with Mina Meitzar. Yisrael Batach Bashem. Avramel, Avram Fried covering that great Shlomo Kalbach selection from a YU concert from years ago on a CD, double CD entitled Avram Fried Live. And Regesh Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. Opening things up with great news this morning. Mazel Tov to, uh, Tikva and Ilan Adler of Petach Tikva Israel. They had a brand new baby girl, which means that uh, Panina and Mark Rabin of Petach Tikva are grandparents yet again. Baruch Hashem Mazal Tov. I have a brand new great niece, and my mother has a brand new great granddaughter. That's the news we woke up to this morning, actually just minutes ago. We say Mazal Tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. Nothing like waking up on a Wednesday and celebrating. Altogether, 27 degrees, uh, 56% humidity, winds are north at 11 with gusts up to 18 miles per hour. It is cold outside. Sunshine today with a high temperature of 40. Then tonight, clear skies, low 31. Sunshine tomorrow, a high temperature, 52 degrees. Yerushalayim is at 79, Tel Aviv at 75, Haifa at 73, and a lot at 84 degrees. We're at 27 here on a Wednesday, a cold Wednesday. As we wake up at JM in the AM. Well, later on this morning, we'll meet the folks from uh, Legendary Destinations. We are doing the JM in the AM trip to uh, Florida for Pesach with them, which means anybody who uh, attends the program will be responsible for WFMU and JM in the AM benefiting from it. And we greatly appreciate that. All the details are coming up if you keep it here at JM in the AM. Plus, plenty more this morning on a Wednesday. I want to thank Yossi Zweig for a great edition of the 9 at 9 last night. If you missed any of it, you don't know what the nine songs are, do you? We'll try to uh, count them down a little later on and catch you, uh, keep you up to date, get you up to date on what happened during last night's Nine at Nine, which continues to be a very popular show on our stream at jmtheam.org. Plenty of material coming up today on the stream, including Essie's Wag Z Report Live Lunch and other great programming following JM and the AM. We'll give you all of that later on this morning. Right here at JM in the AM. 6.32, 28 minutes before 7 o'clock. Here's Ari Goldwag. Shemli, 
Shiva Boys off of YBC Live Volume 3 with a song called Hashem. The Maccabees had Brave. You heard Regesh and Harachaman. Eighth day. They're going to be down in uh, Florida, on the west coast of Florida for Pesach. Details about that coming up. With Harmony off of the All You Got CD. Yerachmiel had Od Yishama. And you heard Ari Goldwag with Mina Meitzar. 
It's Wednesday, and this is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, and around the world on the web, jmnam.org. It is cold outside, sunny today with a high of 40, but we're at 27 degrees right now. Can you believe Yerushalayim is at 79? Reason enough. Believe me, there are other reasons as well, but reason enough to head to the Holy Land. Coming up at 9 o'clock this morning, Nava Freed is with Randy Wartelski on something to talk about here, how one woman, Sherut Lumi experience, inspired her to start a booming business that shares Israeli culture and style with the world. Uh, Nava Freed of Lilach.com, coming up at 9 a.m. this morning, and hear how you can win a gift certificate to her website. Get in the conversation this week, Nahum Siegel Network, with something to talk about. It is uh, Nava Freed with Randy Wartelski at 7 o'clock. This morning, and Rabbi Chaim Hagler speaks to Dr. Josh Wise. Dr. Wise is headmaster of the Torah Academy of Jacksonville. They'll discuss what it takes to run a school in a small Jewish community. Dr. Josh Wise is the guest of Rabbi Chaim Hagler on Listen Up, coming up at 10 a.m. this morning, Eastern Time on the stream at jmnam.org. Followed, of course, by Yossi Zweig and the Z-Report Live Lunch. Make sure to have all our programming on as you do your work through a Wednesday. You'll be glad you did, that's for sure. We'll talk to our friends from Legendary Destinations coming up about Pesach. We have a big JM in the AM benefit that's going to be happening over Pesach, and we'll explain all that coming up here at JM in the AM at about 7.35 this morning. Galat Sal Israel Army Radio 2 p.m. newscast for Wednesday is next. Boker Tov from JMNH. עדן אטיאס בן 19 מנצרת עילית. מנדלווייתו עדיין לא נמסר. אטיאס התגייס לצהל לפני פחות מחודש. בתוכניתנו עושים צהריים עם יעל דן, שמענו את חברו, ניב. פתאום בן אדם קם בבוקר ונעלם. פתאום קיבלתי מלא טלפונים, והבנתי שזה משהו שחייב להיות קשור. הוא היה בחור ישר, מוזיקאי, עשינו טיול לפני צבא. ומשטרה בן דוד נוסף של המחבל נשפט אף הוא ל-12 שנות מאסר בגין ניסיונות רצח. מבקר המדינה הוציא צו הגנה ליועצת המשפטית של עיריית נצרת עילית, מי שחשפה את פרשיות השחיתות שבהן מעורב לכאורה ראש העיר שמעון גפסו. כתבתנו יערה ברק. המבקר יוסף שפירא כותב בצו שמספר ימים בלבד אחרי חקירתו במשטרה פעל גפסו נגד היועצת המשפטית וניסה להצר את צעדיה ולהתנכל לה. גפסו מסר שהנושא יילמד ותגובתו תפורסם בימים הקרובים. 
שר הביטחון משה בוגי יעלון קיבל את המלצת הרמטכ"ל גנץ ומינה את דובר צה"ל לשעבר תת-אלוף יואב פולי מרדכי למתאם פעולות הממשלה בשטחים. מרדכי יועלה לדרגת אלוף ויחליף בתפקידו את האלוף איתן דנגוט. חייל צה"ל מואשם שגרם נזק מכוון לכמה מטוסי F-16 בבסיס רמת דוד, עידו בן בג'י מדווח. החייל מואשם בהשמדת רכוש ובחריגה מסמכות עד כדי סיכון ביטחון המדינה בעקבות שתי תקריות שבמהלכן תלש את מפסק הנעילה ממטוסי F-16 לאחר שניסה לתקן אותם ולא הצליח. על פי כתב האישום הוא ידע שמעשיו עלולים להביא להתרסקות המטוסים. עורך דינו עידן דביר מאשים את הפרקליטות הצבאית שלדבריו מייחסת לחייל עבירות חמורות מדי. המשפט ייערך בבית הדין הצבאי ביפו. התחזית בימים הקרובים ללא שינוי. ולסיום, תמונה אחת שווה 142 מיליון דולרים. רון כלף על הציור היקר בהיסטוריה. קונה שזהותו אינה פורסמה, הפך הלילה בניו יורק את שלושה תרגילים של לוסיאן פרויד, תמונה בת שלושה חלקים של האומן הבריטי פרנסיס בייקון, לציור שנמכר בסכום היקר בהיסטוריה. השיא הקודם עמד על 120 מיליון דולרים, ששולמו תמורת ציור מסדרת הצעקה של האומן אדוארד מונק. אלה החדשות שעורך הדר שיפר.
I'm blazing Dreams are fading out of you The ground beneath us is shaking Through winter cold and cruel Yeah. 
JM in the AM. It's a brand new one from Edan that they're talking about for this Hanukkah. just came out uh, a couple of days ago. Edan with eight days. Uh, an original selection that I believe he wrote. Uh, there it is for you at JM in the AM. Before that, you heard Psachia with Hashem Ori. News from Israel off of Gali Tzal. JM in the AM at a quarter after 7 o'clock on this Wednesday with sunshine and a high temperature of 40. Reminder, the annual Bergen County Hanukkah Toy Drive which uh, helps out a ton of organizations. I mean, there's so many different organizations that benefit from the Bergen County Hanukkah Doy Drive. The uh, deadline is officially tomorrow. Uh, for information, you can go to the uh, to the website, bctoydrive.com. That's bctoydrive.com. American Friends for a Safe Israel, or Americans, rather, for a Safe Israel, Remind you that tomorrow is the Shloshim service for uh, Charlotte Whale, in memory of Charlotte Whale, beloved volunteer at Americans for a Safe Israel and passionate advocate for Zionism. That is an understatement. It's happening uh, Thursday, tomorrow, November the 14th at 7.30 p.m. at the Lisker Congregation at 163 East 69th Street in uh, New York City. That's between Lexington and 3rd Avenues. Information at 212-828-2424, 212-828-2424. Reminder that uh, Deershoe had the amazing Shabbos this past Shabbos, and the archive of the Motze Shabbos program is on our website. If you go to the archive section of NahumSiegel.com and go to the special broadcast link, you will find it, both the words and music of inspiration that was presented this past Saturday night at the Big Deer Shoe event. In fact, I uh, saw this week's Hamodia, which just came out this morning. Boy, they have a major report on the Deer Shoe Shabbos. You'll check that out uh, on our website under Special Broadcast, part of the show archive section of NahumSiegel.com. Speaking of our network, by the way, don't forget there's a supersized edition this Friday of Table for Two with Naomi Nachman. Table for Two with Naomi Nachman is going to be live on location at AHC Appliances on Central Avenue in Cedarhurst this coming Friday starting at 9 a.m. all the way until 10.30. Naomi will have cooking demonstrations. There will be giveaways, tastings, uh, prizes. It's all happening with uh, Naomi Nachman and Table for Two, 9 a.m. this coming Friday at AHC Appliances, 5.30 Central Avenue in Cedarhurst. You could certainly stop by and say hello. Uh, you could also listen online at our website, plus watch it live on the site as well. Plenty of uh, amazing sponsors of the event, all of whom we thank. Again, Table for Two with Naomi Nachman hits the road this coming Friday morning live at 9 a.m. Eastern Time from 530 Central Avenue in Cedarhurst at AHC Appliances. To so put that on your schedule and get ready to stop by and see a show live in action with the amazing Aussie Gourmet live in action this coming Friday morning. J.M. in the A.M. at 18 minutes after 7 o'clock with Aryeh Kunzler.
JM and the AM, Rai Baruch Chayden Company, with that amazing Nigun off of the CD entitled Awake. Before that, Aryeh Kunstler Modaani, 28 minutes after 7 o'clock on this Wednesday. Good morning from JM and the AM. Don't forget, amazing programming all day long on our stream at jmtheam.org. Coming up at 9 o'clock, it's Nava Freed, the guest of Randy Wartelski, on something to talk about. Hear how one woman, Sherut Lumi, experience inspired her to start a booming business that shares Israeli culture and style with the world. Nava Freed is Randy's guest. She is the founder of Lilach.com, and you could, uh, uh, you'll hear how you could win a gift certificate to her website. Get in on the conversation starting at 9 o'clock this morning on the stream right after JM and the AM at jmtheam.org. Rabbi Chaim Hagler interviews Dr. Josh Wise, headmaster of the Torah Academy of Jacksonville. That's happening on Listen Up this morning starting at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. Uh, they'll discuss what it takes to run a school in a small Jewish community. That's coming up between 10 and 11, followed by the live lunch uh, Z report. Live lunch with Yossi Zwag, which will go from 11 until 1 Eastern time on our stream today at jmnam.org. So way beyond this great radio broadcast, we have plenty of programming that you'll find intriguing if you just keep it on our stream all day long right here at jmnam.org. Reminder that uh, Yeshiva College, Yeshiva University for Men, has its open house this coming Sunday, November the 17th, up on the Yeshiva University campus on West 185th Street. Information, go to a yuadmit at yu.edu. That's the email address, yuadmit at yu.edu, or call 212-960-5277. Again, that's 212-960-5277. And don't forget that Nefesh Benefesh is in, uh, is in New York City this coming Sunday. They present the Think Israel Conference, a conference for students and young professionals, which begins this Sunday at 12.30 p.m. at the Conference Center at 733rd Avenue between 45th and 46th Streets in New York City. Topics will include developing a career in Israel, finding and building your community in Israel, higher education, Israel engagement, and more. Speakers include Israeli Ambassador to the U.N. Ron Prosor, Minister of Aliyah Sofa Landwehr, and NBN co-founder Rabbi Yoshua Fass. There will be a special program for physicians and paramedical professionals as well. It's all happening this Sunday in New York City. You know the recommendation. Contact nbn.org.il nbn.org.il or 8664-ALIYAH, 866-4, and then A-L-I-Y-A-H. And as our friends from Only Simchas told us yesterday, if you go to their gallery at OnlySimchas.com, you'll see this week's Olim. Even during a week when there's no charter flight to Israel from Nefesh Benefesh, when it's November, not even vacation or holiday time, there's still Olim who are heading on group flights to Israel. And you'll see the picture of the 40 or so Olim as they landed in Israel this week. If you go to OnlySimchas.com and check out the gallery that they feature on their homepage. Coming up, Legendary Destinations. The JM and the AM Pesach benefit this year is with our friends on the west coast of the state of Florida. What does all that mean? We'll explain and introduce a very, introduce a very impressive group of people to you coming up in just a few minutes if you keep it right here at JM in the AM. First, Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Echanishmas Rav Zeb Halevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We read Shabbos Hil Hashem. It is Shabbos to Hashem. Bechom In all the places where you live. The Mephoshim asks the question, what does it mean, in all the places where they live? It's explained that every possible place where Yidnar, they have to be Mishtadel, 
to make an effort to bring the Kedusha or the holiness of Shabbos to that particular place. They shouldn't be satisfied with only a part of the community who are Shomer Shabbos. It means that we have to reach out to all places and all communities. The great Goin Rebbe Chonon Wasserman commented on the Chazal, that whoever guards the Shabbos according to its halacha, why doesn't it merely say, Kol Shabbos, anybody who guards the Shabbos? The reason is, is because it's a certain Lashon, which means to cause other people to be Shomer Shabbos, to guard and to observe the Shabbos. Rebbe Chonon used to go every single Erev Shabbos, right before candlelighting, through the main streets in Baranovich. He did this in order to be Mazaris the Jewish merchants, to close their stores in time for Shabbos. He explained that in Simon Reish Nun Beis, chapter 252 in the Mishnah Burura, it is written, and into those very large communities, that it is impossible to call it out, it would be very fitting and proper, that there will be people that will circulate, and they will go throughout the city, throughout all of the streets, to talk about Shmira Shabbos, and to remind the stores to close in time for the honor of Shabbos. When he would finish his work, the yeshiva had already begun davening the Friday night service of Kabbalah Shabbos. A minion of specially assigned young men would wait to pray together with Rebbe Chonon. We read in the Talmud, in Mesecha Shabbos, Il Yisrael, if the Jewish people would only observe Shte Shabbosos, Shabbos twice, Kilchoson, according to the law, Miyad Nigolin, they would be redeemed immediately. The truth is, it would be so, even if it was only one Shabbos, as long as the Ruach of Shabbos, the spirit of Shabbos, permeates throughout the week. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. J.M. in the A.M. on a Wednesday morning. So the big question was um, if we're going to be heading to a, a warm weather spot this upcoming Pesach for April of 2014, where would it be? And uh, we were approached by the folks from Legendary Destinations, which is a brand new Pesach program. Uh, they enthusiastically, um, uh, per the request of the uh, staff and management of WFMU, agreed to... Uh, uh, make their Pesach program a benefit for this great radio station, which means that now we are ready together to enjoy an amazing Passover 2014 starting on Sunday, April the 13th, down in Florida. And we, as has been our tradition, wherever we go for Pesach, uh, traditionally, uh, we've created a studio where we would broadcast from on the appropriate days, Cholomoid and otherwise, of the holiday. And in this case, what can I tell you? We're going to be overlooking the ocean in great comfort, I'm uh, happy to say, and warm weather, which is so important to me, uh, when we broadcast from the uh, a brand new Legendary Destinations Pesach program. Uh, we'll be moving our studio down there Monday, Erev Pesach, Thursday and Friday 
of Cholomoid, and Wednesday, the day after Pesach, I cannot stop reminding our families <laughs> that we will be that we'll be broadcasting a whole host of great radio shows from legendary destinations. The staff that has put together this unique Pesach program and has found really an amazing facility for families. These days, it's very difficult, uh, and you'll hear our conversation in a moment. It's difficult to find a uh, modern hotel that's uh, that's set for uh, large Jewish families, but they've done it. Uh, the president and director of events at the Legendary Destinations is Masha Belanzano. Masha, welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you. Glad to be here. Uh, the CEO and executive chef is David Tafe. David, welcome to JM in the AM. Always a pleasure. Vice president, director of sales and operations is my old friend Alan Schoenfeld. Alan, welcome back to JM in the AM. Good morning. Welcome. And a very familiar name to those who like culinary delights in the kosher community. Somebody who's responsible for a, a lot of great publicity for some great kosher restaurants. And that's the director of marketing and PR for Legendary Destinations and the publisher of Great Kosher Restaurants. And that is, of course, Elon Kornblum. Elon, welcome to JM and the AM. Thank you. Thank you. Great to be here. All right. So uh, the question was, I guess, the same same as with me. Uh, you want a program. You want a Pesach program that can hold a, a family and that can uh, you know uh, uh, give everybody the uh, the luxuries and the... Uh, delicious food and everything else everybody wants from a Pesach program. So the question is, where do you go? And somehow, you guys, the four of you collectively, stumble upon this amazing location, the Weston Cape Coral Resort at Marina Village on the west coast of Florida. How did this uh, relationship begin with the hotel? Well, um, this is Alan. Sure. Um, the beautiful part about this hotel was they're willing to give us the entire hotel. So we're, our entire program is going to be all of us. We're not having any outsiders. It's going to be a totally glock kosher hotel for Pesach, safe environment, all under one roof. Self-contained, Self-contained, as they say. Self-contained, as they say. Correct. Um, which is a very important thing. The other important thing is they're giving us the hotel a couple of days prior to Pesach. Right. So when the guests are coming off an airplane with their families, they're going to check in and go have their room ready and available. They're not going to have to wait. Um, but who first found this facility? Who's responsible? Masha? Masha? So, yeah, so I found this facility. Let's move that mic I to Masha. Found this Thank fa- you. I found this facility. Uh, we, David and I and, and Alan, we went, uh, we, we saw the facility. We met with the staff. The staff was incredible. Everybody was extremely professional, extremely helpful. Uh, and we uh, fell in love with the property. Also, one of the most important things for us was space, as you say. Yep. So, of course, my biggest concern. Of course. <laughs> so, what what attracted us to the to the property is the fact that it, it's an all suite property. So, our rooms, our entry level rooms, begin with a one bedroom suite, which is almost 800 square feet. Uh, and up, of course, we have two bedroom, three bedroom. We have enormous, enormous uh, suites that are over 2,000 square feet. And, of course, for big families, there's absolutely nothing better than space where children can be in one room, adults can be in another room, and 
grandparents can be in the living room right. and nobody has to be in each other's way. And of course, for 10 days, it's very important that everybody has space and not on top of each other. There are very few Pesach programs on the west coast of Florida, correct? Correct. It's a, it's a rarity. Uh, but you've promised us it's a very nice area. Uh, it is. It is a very, it's, it's, a, fa- it's a family area. It's quiet. Uh, it's beautiful. No, I joke because if you look at these scenes on the website, uh-huh. it, it's, it's some of the most remarkable views that you're ever going to see in your life. It's so. really beautiful views. <laughs> to, say, to say that it's a nice area or a nice neighborhood, I guess, would be an understatement. Um, you got the Gulf of Mexico in your backyard. What? That's what it is, right? That's it. That literally is the Gulf of Mexico that's outside right. the hotel that's window. That's right. That's right. Um, so, and you bring a lot of experience to this. You're in the travel industry, and everyone here is either in the food industry or you know has done Pesach programs in the past. So. Correct, correct. We are, you know, collectively we have a fantastic group. Uh, I've I've been in the, in the travel industry for over 20, 25 years. Uh, I do uh, luxury travel, so I bring a lot of experience in travel and and uh, concierge service. So we're plan- This is going to be uh, full service, five star, from the beginning to the end. And I mentioned to you when we first met that, uh, and the look, it's their reputation, which, uh, you know, and they deserve it. When you see the name Weston, it means something in this country right now. It Correct. Means, it means real luxury and, you know, and space accommodations that people will really enjoy. And fantastic beds. That's the way it is with the Westons. <laughs> and, and soaps. And that, I'm still oh, really? Is that, is that also <laughs> a big plus? It's funny. I never All know, the soaps you can I, get. I've always back. noticed the mattresses and the pillows. I've never noticed the soaps. That's I, funny. I'm still using it. <laughs> If, uh, if you want to get information, by the way, LegendaryDestinations.com, LegendaryDestinations.com, and Legendary Destinations made WFMU a destination for them as they offered us that this would be a benefit for our amazing radio station, which means essentially every time our listeners sign up for this program, bring their families, etc., we're going to benefit here at the station. But you're guaranteeing that the listeners who sign up will certainly benefit. You're, guar- you're guaranteeing luxury, fun uh, stuff for the kids, the adults. You have all the bases covered, And, right? of course, the food, David. Right. We're going to take the food to another level. We're going to have a 24-hour, nonstop, <laughs> not regular tea bar that everyone's used to. We're going to take it to another level. We're going to have sushi around the clock. We're going to have... On Pesach. <laughs> on Pesach. On Pesach. How good is cultural Pesach sushi? <laughs> we're gonna use. We're gonna make it with quinoa. It's been done. Yeah, yeah. I know. We're gonna make it with quinoa. We're gonna make a lot of rolls that are just pure uh, oh, just seaweed fish, right. and fish, and Good the quality point. of the fish right. will talk for itself. All right. You want an omelet at four in the afternoon? You can have an omelet at four, four in the four afternoon. Four in the morning. Four, four in the morning. That's, morning. Imp- that's important to people, huh? That's <laughs> important to people. That you the, never know. That the twenty-four hour tea room turned into a real an experience in and of itself. Right. They won't eat enough during the day. Right. All at night, you got to have. Yeah. All it's our swimming pools are going to have barbecues. It's funny how Pesach hotels go. There are people who eat a 1,000 calories a day the entire year. Right. And when it comes to Pesach, if they if they wait 10 minutes for the previous meal, they're already right. starving. Explain that phenomenon it's to me, Elon Cordwell. It's, it's a free pass. Is that what it is? Huh? Maybe it's what? the freedom of the holiday. Is that, that what it is? I, maybe that... Well, and, and people I want to get their money. Is that what it is? That's, uh, probably. <laughs> I mean, food. I am victim to this as well. On a typical day, 
I could go till 4 p.m. without touching a right. morsel of food. And I'm up pretty early. But when it comes to Pesach, for some reason, breakfast ends, and the next concern is when is the next thing being <laughs> served. Is it, in, is it in front of you all the time? I think that's what it is. It's oh, that like could be. The, the availability. It's the availability of that's just always having somewhere to go. Wherever, whatever room you go right. into, there's food. So David says he wants to take that availability and, 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 and up the ante, so to speak. Yeah, when I, when I first was approached about them, I was... You know, first I was, I think it was in Disney World when you called me and I was waiting online and... Any, any kosher restaurants in Disney World? Just curious. Not in Disney World, <laughs> but in Orlando, for okay, sure. thank you. Sure. Did that um, Israeli place ever move from the truck into the store or not? Not yet. He still has not truck. moved. I know, I know. He Mary told us two it. weeks, he never moved. I don't think... But they have, you Anyway, know, yeah, go ahead. Orlando. No, so you're so in Orlando, you get a call. You're in Orlando, I'm going to get a call and say, he's like, what are you doing for Pesach? So I'm not sure, I might go to a few places. Well, you're coming to us. <laughs> You know, I, said, I think okay. that's how it worked with me. That's, that's, that's basically that's how it, it worked with me. Yeah. And he basically went through the whole gamut of what he's trying to do and, and 24-hour cafe and right. luxury and, and basically really, again, taking to the next level. It's a cliche, but it really when we when you go onto the website, you can kind of right. see what they're doing with the entertainment, Soul Farm. And the entertainment's all booked already. Yeah, Soul Farm, 8th Day, Freddie Roman. So right. you have young people. For the I see older Steve Bill's going to be there. Okay. Absolutely. He's so, one of our favorites. Yeah, and there's so many different events going on outside of the hotel as well as a water park. Right. There's a golf course. So much to do. Yeah, just because it's on the West Coast, don't think that the kids aren't taking right. care And the fact that it's on a marina, that's unique in itself. Where else can you have a beautiful marina where you can go boating, go on a ferry? So I, could def- I could definitely take up surfing, which I've been dying to do for, for the last Let's 20 years. We should days. get a picture of that. That's a Kodak moment. Whale watching is beautiful. Hey, we didn't... <laughs> Whale what is watching. it? Whale and not, not against Nachum. What, no, said. whale watching. Oh, <laughs> lot of, is there whale watching? Yeah, there is. <laughs> There's an activity yeah. for me. I yeah. can I can actually upgrade my usual Holomite <laughs> activity after the show is sitting in the lobby and checking email. So now I can upgrade. I'll go whale watching. That's pretty we'll cool. We'll go together. I like that. But, uh, yeah, so it was when I first found out it was... A great opportunity to, for people to come down to, you know, the, you know, the Cape Coral area, and, and just again the West End, the whole uh, program that uh, that they're doing. So I'm excited. What I kind of bring is what I is um, being able to be in the industry, in the, in the food industry, but also I've been a, a guest for 10 years at Pizza Programs. So I want to let people want to let them know what you know the customers are, are thinking, you know, from their point of view. So this is kind of nice. I kind of want to show people that, um, you know, especially to Masha and David and Alan, that you know this is what the consumer looks for. This is what's right. important to them. So that's why I wanted to kind of bring a you know dual perspective of what the customer wants and what they're going to get. Well, Alan said to me a couple of weeks ago that the goal is to basically take all the mistakes that everyone else has made and right. correct them, and then you know and learn from beforehand. Because you've correct. also you've also been involved in a million uh, programs over the years. So this is going to be my 25th Pesach program. Right. I don't want to date myself, but I started at Grossinger's in the Concord Hotel in right. the Catskills. And that, by oh. the way, that's important to us here because we don't. Want to be involved with a program that's you know known as a uh, you know will they open type program? We want to be involved with a program that brings a tremendous amount of experience together, and the four of you have this experience together. And we're going to be on site. Most programs and a lot of the programs there, the owners of the programs are in New York, and they're in New Jersey, and they're in California, but they're not actually on site. We are going to be on site, the four of us. We are going to be working alongside of our staff to make sure that. 
the quote is, we're going to spoil everybody. LegendaryDestinations.com has all the information, folks, for the kosher for uh, Pesach vacation going on for those 10 days in the middle of April. That's right, Pesach 5774. Uh, JM&AM will be heading down. That's where our studios will be uh, in the comfortable Western Hotel. I call it uh, Cape Coral. You said, uh, is that the right pronunciation? Coral? Tomato, tomato. I don't know which <laughs> one it is. Uh, we have in our studio Mashabel Anzano, who's president and director of events for the program, David Tafe. CEO and Executive Chef, Alan Schoenfeld, Vice President, Director of Sales, and Elon Kornblum, Director of Marketing and PR, well-known for great kosher restaurants. Um, if any, David mentioned the 24-hour tea room. We're joking around about how you know these <laughs> Pesach programs essentially have a 25-hour tea room. That's how much food is served throughout the 10 days. But you, you have experience in the area of 24 hours, David. I Anybody do. in the, our listening audience, and I would bet there's a, a bunch of people out there, that enjoyed a 24-hour dining experience in Manhattan. You were the only one to ever do it. There was a kosher a, a kosher restaurant that you led at that time. It was a dream of mine to provide Jewish uh, kosher food to the Jewish public. And we've had people who are on their way to the airport, on their way to the hospital. It's 3 o'clock in the morning, and there's a place in the city where they can stop by and, and have something what to eat. What did we call it? David's. It was David's. David's 24. And it was around for, what, two, three years? Two, three years. 24 hours a day. 24 hours From a day. From Havdalah to candle lighting. And it's my dream to bring it back into the city. So you want to do it again? Absolutely. Where was it located at that time? It was located on 3rd Avenue and 62nd Street. What are we looking for? An investor? What are we looking for? Because I bet you there's somebody out there that wants to see this dream come true of a 24-hour place open six days a week in Manhattan. We'll make it come true. <laughs> really? I'll make sure. <laughs> anybody, we'll all make sure. If anybody out there wants to make that dream come true, be in touch with us. We'll put you in touch with David. He has some experience when it comes to 24-hour restaurants. What's Manhattan like at 3 a.m.? Not much different than 3 p.m. because it's Manhattan? Not much different. There's always someone who who has a reason to stop by, especially after Shabbos. We were packed. We Saturday nights. I Saturday imagine. nights after Shabbos, the, the young Jewish community had no place really to go. And that would last all night, right? It last all the morning. way into Sunday morning. All right. And on a typical night, on a late Sunday night or Monday night, there was still some business or not? People would always come in after after. A lot of people go to holiday parties and there's nothing for them to eat because it's not kosher. All right. And they would be able to stop by and have French toast or have breakfast uh, five o'clock in the morning, and it was it made us feel good. All right, you're going to bring that experience down to Florida. Absolutely, <laughs> 24 hours a day. Uh, what are we doing in terms of I mean, people? I'm sure are curious. You mentioned Eighth Day, mentioned Freddie Roman, you mentioned Soul Farm, Steve Bill. Entertainment is well taken care of. I know that uh, you have some great people coming down to take care of the kids, right? There's a like Debbie Gold from. Um is um, a camp director for many, many years on different programs and Passover programs. Um, Dr. Rabbi Noam Weinberg is an unbelievable um, scholar who really loves young people, and he he's, he's one of the names that sold me on this program. Right. He's amazing. Right, and he has a great following, and people enjoy being with him. And my philosophy over the years is if the kids are happy, the parents are happy. If the parents are happy, we're happy. What did you say? If the kids aren't around, the parents are happy? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> yes. That's our, sl- that's our slogan. They but will you actually <laughs> be staying at an adjacent hotel. <laughs> <laughs> but you want the kids to be occupied to the 100%. point where their parents don't know where they are. Exactly. And there's a kids' room, well. right? There's a kids' room we're doing with uh, arcade or ping pong and, and that's right there's going to be a t- there's going to be a teen room uh where we will have uh, a ping pong uh pool table arcade 
couches, jukebox. This way, you know, really the teens are going to be very, very occupied, happy, and it's a, it's a beautiful room. Uh, parents always has, have access to it. It's right above the lobby, so it's very convenient. You can go up, check on your on your teens if you want. Uh, uh, <laughs> <and> <laughs> Make sure they're alive. Uh, yes, and uh, it's, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun for It them. sounds like from your hotel experience that uh, – that there's, there's plenty of common area space. There's plenty of room. There are there are rooms to play around with there to to get done whatever needs to get done. Correct. Not just rooms, but also, for example, we have three swimming. There are three swimming pools. Wow. So really, everyone can be in different areas. If you don't want to be in the main pool, uh, where you know, of course, you know, being a Pesach program, it will get busy. Right. You can com- you can walk to the other two swimming pools and and there's a clubhouse there on the hotel property on the hotel property it's it's there's tennis there are tennis courts there you can play tennis you can lay by the by the uh, other pools very quiet these are there definitely will be more quiet um, and and relaxing, so you don't have to be in the middle of of everybody else at the main pool. Because everyone knows that the thing I've always advocated for is space. It's been a big decision in terms of our Pesach programs over the last few years, and it's hard. As I as I said when I opened up, it is hard these days to find luxury hotels that have the space. Right, space is at a real premium here, Correct. both in, in terms of the apartment suite type setup as you Correct. described, and in terms of the common areas. It sounds like there's plenty of room to go around. Plenty of room. And also, of course, every single room has a balcony. Mm. Uh, every room has a screened-in balcony, so no worries. you got to go on the site to see the view. I Laura's think that's there. the best. It was, it was also so important for us to find a hotel that's brand new right. and has that brand new smell, like a new car smell, where <laughs> everything's really new. And for people who who it's important to, like us, we right. wanted something gorgeous. And, and, and every suite has a washer and dryer right. in it. What family wouldn't appreciate being able to just not that they want to do all their laundry <laughs> right. eight nine days yeah nine days they can bring less we'll appreciate that as well. we're also kosherizing every single kitchen which i reassure you no one will ever have to well, use well, right. just, but just well, in case you need a cup of tea you'll be able food. to use the kitchen well, well just to up. mention just to mention there's a kitchen in every right. suite right a full size kitchen in every right. suite which we will of course uh, cut yeah. well look you, you got all the bases covered I, I encourage everybody to visit the website legendarydestinations.com what phone number should we give out is there a number that people can call get information and just schmooze about the program and uh, I remind everybody that this is a benefit for us here at JM in the AM which means that uh, we're encouraging everybody to attend because uh, for us it's a fundraiser simple as that and we'll be down there uh, broadcasting from legendary destinations all through the beginning middle and even after Pesach 5774 Alan what should people do in terms of information you can call me directly my phone number is 212-971-9750. or email me at alan at legendarydestinations.com. And my role is clear because, frankly, you know, I'm going to be uh, I'm going to be working like crazy doing four <laughs> radio shows down there, mm-hmm. and I'm going to be encouraging people for the next few months to sign on to Legendary Destinations. So my role is clear. How are we going to overwork Miriam L. Wallach? That's what I'd like to know. <laughs> What what, what what role do we have for her? Could she be one of those uh, 24-hour lecturers that you can walk in at any time and hear an amazing presentation about one of her
her interest or one of the things that she's an expert at? No, Miriam. Excuse me, Miriam. Excuse me. I'm speaking to the staff here. <laughs> no. Legendary destination. Nachum, Miriam is going to be responsible for my favorite part of the program. From noon till midnight, every day we have an open bar. There you go. Oh, that's there you go. You see that? I am glad they have found a role for you uh, because I'd like to make sure that she's overworked as well. Um, we you wanted did. to mention Elon. Go ahead. That's the, um, the hotel. The supervision is under the ORB. Correct. We should which, point that out. You know, very and I mentioned reliable. I mentioned that to a lot of people, and yep. everyone's very cool with that. It's very well known in Florida. Absolutely. So we're excited about it. And essentially, the statewide organization of Florida is that the right way of putting it's, it? It's you know, it's the, probably the best well known. It's more right. of the North Miami of your um, restaurants in Florida that you feature. It's probably the majority are, the, are again. Right. There's Coastal Miami, which is more right. the Miami Beach area, right. but the ORB, Fort Lauderdale, Hollywood. Um, it's been around the longest, you know, and I think it's um, people that people trust, which you know is what, important. You know what discussion you and I should have on the air? Tell me. <laughs> there are people who claim that all things considered, Miami's the best city in the world for kosher food. If you if you consider everything. Now I've heard people say that about Paris, Miami, and obviously everyone always has to toss in New York because right. you know if you don't toss in New York, right. you know it's not a legal conversation. Uh, so what do you say? You I say, say between the months of January to April. Yeah. Yes, just because it's first of all you have everything. You have the beach. You have you know the yeah, but that's not that's not a yeah, but, but again, but it all goes together. It's the it's the lifestyle, you know. And you have say so if if you put the Miami lineup of restaurants in a different city, it would not be the same thing. You're saying again, it's I think the avirat, the atmosphere. I, again, I, the, the culture. I think it's laid back. I think people go there whether they're on vacation or they're just you know Miami. Residents are just more relaxed. We're going to fight this out one day. Okay. We'll have a representative. Again, I, I'm very loyal to New York. We'll have a re- representative from New York, representative from Paris. Let them all. Yeah, listen. Uh, let them all you have Rare Steakhouse. You have Harbor Grill. You have Grill Time. You know, they're not going to be the the prime grill and you know the ones right. that. But the variety most, but and the choice, especially within the season, if right. they last the season, then. When's your next issue coming out of Great uh, Coast? January. Right? We're very 2014 issue. Um, so it should be January 1st, uh, January right in the beginning. So working hard on that. Make sure to visit us. I'll give you all my criticisms about all the different restaurants. Okay, we'll, <laughs> we'll have a section about that. <laughs> really? Would that be Would that be a good idea? Uh, I'm not quite we'll, sure. Um, oh, and I wanted to um, I wanted to mention, and I'm glad that uh, Miriam Wallach just pointed this out. David Tafe, who is here, and I discussed his his restaurant of yore with him just a few minutes ago, but he is now at 92nd Street and Fifth Avenue. Many, many people know it as the Jewish Museum. Am I right? Is it the Jewish Museum? It is the Jewish Museum. And what goes on there on a culinary basis? What happens there at the Jewish Museum? Well, I wanted to bring back the old world of Jewish food, where we make everything from poppy seed strudel to Russian coffee cake, and I named the place Lox. L-O-X. L-O-X. That's the name of the restaurant. That's the name of it. If you walk into the Jewish Museum in Manhattan at 92nd and 5th, and you, it's in the lobby, right? It's in the lobby area. It's downstairs. Oh, it's downstairs. It's and you downstairs. go downstairs, you will see a restaurant called Lox. Lox. L-O-X. L-O-X. Can't, open, be, can't be more Jewish than that. That's for sure. Yeah. Open, open from when to when? Oh, museum hours. So Whenever the museum is open, it's open. 11 o'clock till 5.45, and Thursday's till 7.45. Right, Sunday PM. it's open, obviously. Sunday it's open. All right. And you get uh, old world menu items like you just described. I wanted to call it Lox to bring back how the Jews really started to cure the fish before it was ever smoked. It was salt cured. And that's how we do it. 
it's salt cured, you want to get a bagel and lox sandwich, this is the place to come. Uh, which is why when I visited your office and had that lox sandwich to go, that's why it tasted so good. And our old-fashioned cheese blintzes, right. everything's made from scratch. Right. We even make the farmer cheese ourselves. Right. What was that cheesecake I had by you? There was something, uh, you brought, that's the one you brought this I morning? I brought it back. I remember how much you liked it. it how much I liked it. It's, a, it's incredible. You can't make that for Pesach, can you? We can You can try. make a good Pesach cheesecake? We can try. You really can we can. You're going to go for it. I'm going to go for it. All right. That's going to be the signature item. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, uh, JM in the AM encourages everybody to head to legendarydestinations.com. Starting on Sunday, April the 13th, we have it as a uh, this relationship as a benefit for WFMU and JM in the AM as we encourage everybody to join this Pesach program. It's really a, uh, a beautiful program at the Westin Cape Coral Resort at Marina Village in Florida. Uh, it's on the west coast of Florida. They have Koshala Pesach kitchens in every single suite, washer dryers, screened-in balconies, all the amenities you'd expect. Our friends from Soul Farm, who I believe are visiting us next week, Soul Farm, Freddie Roman, Eighth Day, Steve Bill, they are all already part of it. Uh, great lecturers and uh, youth leaders, um, wonderful day camp, as Alan mentioned, and, um, and um, uh, Noam, Rabbi Noam Weinberg, who is an incredible... Uh, leader uh, for the youth and uh, for the adults as well, if you ask me. He'll be part of it as well. Go to legendarydestinations.com or, Alan, they can call 212-971-9750. I look forward to working with you. It should be a big success for all of us. Amen. Okay. We um, look forward to working with you. Thank you very much. Alan, thank you. Thank you. Elon, thank you. My pleasure. David, thank you. Thank you. Everybody who goes to the Jewish Museum today, go in and say hi to David. Ask him about the salt-cured locks at a restaurant called Lox. <laughs> and Masha, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you for bringing We're this experience to us. both of you. We are very excited about it. We'll be moving our studios for JM and the AM Passover 5774 down to the Westin in Cape Coral on the west coast of Florida. Everybody check it out. If it is for you, then join us. should be a lot of fun and really a beautiful vacation. LegendaryDestinations.com is the web address. Thanks for tuning in. This is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, and around the world on the web, jmtheam.org.
J.M. and the A.M., that's uh, Baruch Levine. Before that eighth day, eighth day is going to be with us down in Florida for Pesach. Uh, WFMU, J.M. and the A.M. benefit this year is with Legendary Destinations. Uh, radio station benefits from everybody who attends, so consider uh, heading down to Florida and uh, participating and enjoying the Legendary Destinations Pesach program. My thanks to all of our guests this morning here at J.M. and the A.M. Ten minutes after 8 o'clock, good morning. couple of important network notes. Randy is on at 9 o'clock this morning, and she'll speak with Nava Freed of Lilach.com. Hear how one woman's Sherut Lumi experience inspired her to start a booming business that shares Israeli culture and style with the world. Rabbi Chaim Hagler at 10 a.m. interviews Dr. Josh Wise on Listen Up, headmaster of the Torah Academy of Jacksonville, discussing what it takes to run a school in a small Jewish community. Live lunch with Yossi Zweig coming up at 12 noon Eastern time, excuse me, at 11 a.m. Eastern time on the stream. JMandTheAM.org. Now, a couple of uh, other network reminders. 
this coming Friday. And I got to give a big thank you to Empire. I didn't realize that Naomi's going to be uh, cooking a whole bunch of Empire products <laughs> this Friday. Naomi Nachman, the Aussie gourmet, the Aussie chef, is um, where is my material here? Is going to be um, what do I do with it? There we go. Is going to be doing her program this coming Friday, Table for Two, live in Cedarhurst, New York, on Central Avenue. Join Naomi for a supersized edition of Table for Two from 9 a.m. until 10.30 at AHC Appliances, 530 Central Avenue in Cedarhurst. You can watch it online on our website and, of course, hear it starting at 9 a.m. Eastern Time this coming Friday. She'll have cooking demonstrations, giveaways, tastings, prizes, etc., and a big thank you to uh, Empire. They're, she's cooking up their poultry and roasts. <laughs> so thank you, Empire. That's happening Friday. Come on down to 530 Central Avenue in Cedarhurst. Naomi Nachman is live on location at AHC Appliances from 9 a.m. until 10.30. And then next week, in a unique pre-Hanukkah stunt for the stunt show, next week our friends from Manischewitz have sent over their famous Hanukkah house. The Hanukkah house is a vanilla cookie decorating kit and what we're going to do is uh, Daniel Gordon and four others, that's how Daniel wants it promoted, Daniel Gordon and four other people who are in the competition we have no idea who they are or if they even qualify (laughs) but Daniel Gordon who assumes his team is going to win this thing uh, will be hosting the stud show in a race against the clock, they're going to have five Hanukkah houses provided by Manischewitz at the uh, Levi Yitzchak Library in Cedarhurst on Central Avenue. And uh, we're going to see which team of adults and kids um, uh, completes the Hanukkah house the fastest. That's how it's going to work. You can come down and be part of the studio audience. The stunt show will be uh, will be recorded on Tuesday, November the 19th. That's this coming Tuesday at 6 p.m. at the Levi Yitzchak Library, 564 Central Avenue in Cedarhurst. Again, it's very simple. Who can complete the Manischewitz Hanukkah House before anybody else? Go to lylibrary.org, lylibrary.org. You can check out all their events and programs at the Levi Yitzchak Library on Central Avenue in Cedarhurst. You can also call them at 516-374-BOOK. That's 516-374-BOOK. We have so much stuff going on, it's unbelievable. And I see Central Avenue is becoming a real hub for network activities, especially the really exciting activities. Sunshine today with a high temperature of 40, 27 degrees outside right now on a cold Wednesday morning. Rabbi Maury Kelman is with us live via telephone. Rabbi Kelman is the um, is the director of the Manhattan Mechina Ligior. He uh, helps people who want to become members of the Jewish faith. And he is leading a unique journey to Israel. And there might be, among our audience members, either people or friends or acquaintances of people who would be uh, interested in joining this unique uh, venture to Israel. Rabbi Maury Kelman, welcome to JM in the AM. Good morning. To say you have a unique role in this world, I guess would be an understatement. Uh, you get to meet people on a regular basis who, even though people like myself might think it's a little crazy, they themselves want to become members of the Jewish faith. It must be a uh, an inspiring experience, that in and of itself. 
Yeah, it's actually extraordinarily inspiring. In fact, this um, this past week, this past Shabbos, we had a Shabbaton. We have every two, three months for uh, people in our program, generally 30, 40 students of all ages and backgrounds. We have Shabbatonim just to, to really introduce them to Shabbos and the Jewish community around them. We had a very prominent rabbinic rabbi guest speaker, and his wife was there. And she was just going on to me after she experienced firsthand these people and listening to their stories, just how it's so important to, to expose these people, these amazing, inspiring people, to the Jewish community at, uh, as a whole. All right, Rabbi Kelman, Rabbi Kelman, I'm sorry for interrupting, but if I don't do this, I'm going to be criticized at some point today because I will be criticized for not doing my usual routine. Don't you at some point... Turn to all these candidates and say, "What are you crazy? You want to become Jewish?" <laughs> no, I, I, clearly, at the beginning, uh, <laughs> you know, we definitely try to sway them. Anybody who comes to see me, uh, and usually they come to me after being referred from other rabbis across uh, across New York, uh, right. they've come a journey already. But uh, yes, I definitely throughout the journey uh, tell them, "Listen, we uh, you don't have to do this. We need good friends from the outside." <laughs> The day they're going to the mikvah, uh, myself, the Beitin, will tell them, you know, you don't have to do this. And um, by invariably, though, obviously the people who go through with it tell us, uh, no, this is what we have to do. We feel we don't want to just keep Sheva Metzel play Noah. We don't, uh, it's not enough for us to, to, to sort of be friends from the outside. We want to really join the Jewish people. So it is really incredibly inspiring uh, I mean, I could tell you stories from here till next week. I, w- I would bet. Effect. I would bet you have some stories where somebody who insisted on on converting, you actually discovered a close connection to Judaism for them, right? Am I right that that? Uh, that yeah, I mean, there are various reasons why people convert. Yeah, one of them is, as you just mentioned, now are people who either feel in their bones or they have some sort of their own family misora, their own right. family tradition of. Lighting candles on Friday night, uh, closing the windows, window shades. Uh, you know, people who come from the Spanish Inquisition, for example, uh, people who ended up in the Southwest U.S. or other places, and they have these traditions. And it turns out, yes, that there is. Um, sometimes it's verified by genealogists. Sometimes by by the Beitin. You know, every, many Batidin have investigative systems and teams that will look into the backgrounds of people. But yes, there are many people like that who um, who have some sort of Jewish background, can go back hundreds of years, yes. So that definitely is one category of people who end up converting. Rabbi Maury Kalman is with us, Director of Manhattan, uh, Mechina Ligior. Um, we know how controversial the subject of conversion is in general. There's, there's always some degree of controversy, whether it's in the state of Israel or not. There's always, you know, there's always some apprehension, discussion, etc. Uh, is there any, would you say that there's any more, I don't know, acceptance or, or, um, any more tolerance of the entire process in the Jewish community as a whole, or is it still, or, or, or those types of, uh, of attitudes are still secluded, so to speak, within our community? I mean, I, I can't speak for the entire Jewish community. All I can say is that uh, it's very sad, I think, that um, especially people who go through a serious process, of a halakhic process of gear, that sometimes people can question uh, question them, question the process, especially in light of the fact that the Gemara in Papa Metzia tells us that either there's either 36 illusions or 46 illusions, according to one opinion, of the 
biblical, the Doraita, the biblical need to be sensitive to the gear, to be to right. love the gear. So it's very ironic, I find. It's very sad um, that there are people who somehow look askance at this or um, can raise questions. I just think, you know, we have to be, perhaps, you know, I'm not, I can't, in, in the few minutes we have here, we can't obviously right. discuss right. the entire issue, but all I can say is that there are hundreds of people every year, if not more, who go through a very rigorous process, and for somebody to question them, uh, it's very, very, uh, very odd, and um, especially, again, the fact that the Torah is so makbid, is so careful to tell us to be sensitive, to love the gear. Akadosh Baruch God loves the gear. We have to love the gear. So, you know, without getting into specific details, right. um, there needs to be, uh, you know, somebody who works closely with Gairim and sees the the pain that sometimes this these types of questioning can um, can uh, uncover within the gear. It's just so important that we we relate with sensitivity and love and understand that anybody who goes through this process they are sacrificing a tremendous amount beginning with their own family often who thinks they're crazy who may think they're going to have all types of terrible things happen to them because they're leaving their original religion so there needs to be a real sensitivity and, and love towards the gear within our community of course once they become geared they're like any Jew like, like Avram Avinu or Moshe, really, uh, after Matan, Matan uh, Harsinai and a Jew like myself and any other Jew, we have to just give them tremendous love and understand where they're coming from, the sacrifices that they've... Yeah, they've we, really, could, uh, we could use more love and sensitivity in the Jewish community in general, right? Maury Kelman is with us. So why do you do the trips to Israel? Uh, because I think as a, it's a, an integral part of the process of becoming Jewish to visit Israel to understand exactly where we're coming from. And one of the unique aspects of this trip is that we're planning to learn in yeshivas for the men, seminaries for the women, to spend of the 10 days or so that we'll be in Israel at least about uh, three half or full days in constant learning to give them a real sense. I mean, in the classes that I give and the shirim that they go to in other places as well and keeping Shabbos, obviously you... We, they understand what Judaism is. Uh, they go through a, uh, more than a year process, sometimes even two, three years of, of learning, of understanding. But to actually sit in the yeshiva in Israel, in Eretz Israel, to, to sit and to study Torah, uh, you can't compare that. And I think that's a really important. Um, we, we can't force people to do this, of course, but I think if to um, as many people in the process of Geirut who can spend time in Israel touring it, understanding, walking in the footsteps of our Avot and Imahot, and to then sit in Yeshiva or seminary and study Torah, and really get a sense of the, the, the fundamental importance of Talmud Torah, um, you know, that I think is really a, an important thing to do for when, people becoming Jewish. When does the trip leave? The trip is from February 16th to the 26th, it's uh, leaving on a Sunday, coming back on a Wednesday, it's over President's Day uh, weekend, so you only have to miss those people who was relevant, would only have to miss really six days of, of actual work, um, and it'll be a full full touring going uh, to the Galil, the Golan, spending time, obviously, much time in Yushalayim, a Shabbos in Yushalayim, uh, visiting the Dead Sea, Masada, really giving a sense of, of our history as well as our contemporary state of Israel. It must be amazing spending 10 days with a group of people who want to be Jewish by choice 
not to be not to be too dramatic, but you know when you're when you're when you're part of the Jewish world from birth, and you know and and you take certain things for granted, it must be amazing. And, and we always talk about how incredible it is to go to Israel with somebody who's going for the first time, you know, to see Israel through their eyes, which is amazing in and of itself. But to be with a group of people that want to be Jewish and observant by choice, it must be it must be incredible. It must be very uplifting for you. Yeah, I mean, I've, this will be the first time, Bezrat Hashem, that, that we do this, So, uh, but 100%. I mean, I'm inspired every day um, from the, my interactions with, uh, with my students, as well as people who were students years ago who are now married and have, uh, have a chance to go to the, their brisim and, do, and go to their weddings and uh, really get a tremendous amount of nachas. But yes, in terms of uh, looking forward to this trip, I think it will be incredibly inspiring um, again, as I said before, I mean we, right. we we take things for granted, and uh, oh yes, these people give us a dose really of what Judaism, the beauty of Judaism, which we sometimes uh, can neglect to see with all. Yeah, the occasionally, Judaism. occasionally yeah. we we forget. Uh, how if someone in our audience, if someone in our audience, first of all, is on the road to Judaism or has already completed that road and is interested in visiting Israel, or if someone in our audience knows of somebody in that. Uh, in that uh, wonderful circumstance, uh, how do they reach you? How do they get information about the trip in February? Excellent question. They can go to uh, areltours.com backslash Kelman. That's areltours, one word, dot com backslash Kelman, K-E-L-M-A-N. Or they can email the, the tour agency itself, areltours, at rabbikelman at areltours.com. We've got Rabbi Kelman, one L at areltours.com and all the information is there at the website the, the full itinerary um, there are a lot of exciting other things we have planned in terms of meeting with contemporary leaders uh, important rabbanim there uh, as I said they'll have a chance to, 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 to learn Torah on a very high and deep level as well Rabbi Kelman K-E-L-M-A-N at areltours.com or areltours.com slash Kelman K-E-L-M-A-N for information about the February 16th journey to Israel, designated for those who are on the road to Judaism, where I've completed that road already. If you know somebody in that category, if you yourself want to explore Israel after your amazing exploration of the Jewish faith, then you get in touch with Rabbi Kelman as soon as possible. Rabbi Kelman, K-E-L-M-A-N, at arieltours.com. Rabbi Kelman is the um, uh, the uh, director of the Manhattan Mechina Legior. Rabbi Kelman, good luck with the trip. Thank you so much for your inspiring words this morning. Thank you very much. Good speaking to you. 25 minutes after 8 o'clock. Plenty more coming up on a very interesting Wednesday at JM in the AM.
Yehuda Green. Shame in the AM. Wednesday morning. Well, I don't think there is a uh, halachically legal way to listen to Yehuda Green's recordings on Shabbos. I can't think of any halachically legal way to do it. But if anybody out there is going to figure it out, it's going to be our next guest. <laughs> uh, Moshe Orzak is uh, on our telephone line. And as far as I'm concerned, anybody out there in our audience who is a Shomer Shabbos is uh, likely indebted to this man for something. Why? Because Moshe Orzak is the president of Kosher Innovations. So if you've ever used anything like the kosher lamp or the Shabbos toothbrush or the kosher clock or Shabbos bathroom tissue or even a portable bug checker. Yes, he invented a portable bug checker. Then chances are you're indebted to Mr. Moshe Orzek, president of Kosher Innovations. Moshe, welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you. Pleasure to be here. I'm sure you've heard from thousands. By the way, sorry, I should correct one thing, and that yeah. is that uh, uh, I did have a partner, so the debt would also uh, go to a Rabbi Shmuel Veffer <laughs> who was with us in the early years. I got you. Now, are you working on a an MP3 player that would be allowed to use on Shabbos or not? Let me uh, let me ask. Let me start with that. <laughs> the, the, the actual answer is no, and the reason is that even if you could halachically get it in, there is this overriding uh, trump called Tosnish. <laughs> you even have right? to, and you the, even, the rabbis would have a problem with that. One. You even have to deal with that, huh? The Tosnish problem. <laughs> that's the that's the one that, uh, as I said, trumps it all. How long has Kosher Innovations been around? Approximately uh, ten years. And is it clear that the lamp is the most well-known item that you've uh, that you've released to the community? It uh, yes, it's uh, a very humbling experience to think that we're part of it. But yes, all uh, over the world, in fact. I was at a bar mitzvah where you know how they give out these bags at bar mitzvahs. Yes, the, of course. I was at a bar mitzvah where there was a lamp in each bag. People used I it. Love it. People used it as a giveaway, as a you know, as yeah, a. I, yeah, I, I mean, love it. Whenever people tell me uh, that uh, you know they've actually got one in every room, I usually give them a bracha that uh, <laughs> they should get a bigger home. <laughs> I mean, and, and the concept is is um, is simply that uh, you have a land. Uh, of course, uh, for those not familiar with the way Shabbos works, uh, we 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 essentially cannot turn on or off a lamp on Shabbos. You've created a way to both expose and and uh, and conceal the light of a lamp on Shabbos. Simple as that. Yeah, we actually call it opening and closing, but of course <clears throat> the light stays on the entire time, and right. what we're doing is just uh, hiding, uh, hiding the light. Revealing and concealing. I like that. That's the one. In fact, we in the early years we got some great great emails and i remember one where somebody said they were using the light in the bathroom in order to read and learn on friday night ah. and they just felt that there was something wrong and so now they 
can and and they would close the door of course leaving the light on when they were ready to go to bed right and that's really the same concept that uh, that we apply yeah remember there are a lot of people who grew up me included you know if you want to read something friday night you'd sit in the hallway that's how basically it worked <laughs> or you'd open your bedroom door I've, I've seen it i've seen people daven in in the hallway of a hotel as well right so that's you you, you follow the light wherever it is unbelievable so Kosher lamp and and what's kosher lamp max? What's the difference between kosher lamp and kosher lamp max? Has more vo- has the, more uh, wattage? It's it just a lot more light. Simple as that. And was this That's it. was this was this very heavy or different at the beginning than it is now, or it's essentially stayed the same design, the same everything since the uh, since it was invented. The the, the design is is changed slightly, uh, primarily because in the early years we used a material called polyresin. And it became extremely expensive. And so in order to uh, preclude increasing the price tremendously, we looked for a, um, a lower-cost method of, of making it. And so this new one is um, lighter, bigger, more light, but uh, lighter in weight. Moshe Orzak is the president of Kosher Innovations, uh, well-known for a lot of stuff, uh, uh, certainly for the kosher lamp. Uh, and when you say around the world, this thing took off. Anywhere where you'll find the Jewish community, you'll find this lamp? Uh, primarily in uh, South America, in um, Panama, Mexico, did, South Africa, did it Australia. Make it, did it make it big in Israel? Uh, yes, it's uh, big in Israel as well. You, you'd, you'd hope it would be there. Yeah, I know. I, yes, just, I, I just have no idea with you know exporting and all this other stuff. I have no idea. You know, the definite electricity in Israel. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah, well, it, but we, we have to keep in mind that um, there are different um, power sources right. all over the world. So, for instance, in the UK, they use something called a 240. Um, in in Europe, it's 220. In Israel, it's 220. Right. In the U.S., it's 110. When you br- so we've got to keep that in mind when we're shipping to those countries. When you bring this concept to people, I, I assume you have inventors, a team, you know, people who actually have to do this work. So you bring all these concepts, the kosher clock, which we could talk about in a second, and, and all these. Do they sometimes look at you like, do you really need this? Like, you really just can't turn? Ab- ab- absolutely. <laughs> from from the toothbrush, which covers some important halachic laws, to to the to the Shabbos bathroom tissue. Um, yes, it it um, it's a, sometimes a new concept for people. Early on, I remember we ran an ad and. We didn't mean it, but the ad basically said, now you can finally enjoy Shabbos. And boy, were we jumped on, because we were reminded for 3,000 years, <laughs> people really loved Shabbos before the kosher lamp. That's funny. So we've got to be careful when we come out with these new concepts. <laughs> That's a funny idea. Um, yeah, oh, absolutely. Now, I mean, Shabbos bathroom tissue, the, that issue has been solved, essentially, when people remember to you know, to cut some toilet paper before Shabbos. You know, there is there was a method of dealing with that problem before kosher innovations existed. You know that, right? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. But and you... all we did was make it uh, simpler and probably even more attractive because the Shabbos bathroom tissue comes in a box that can hang right. and actually replace the 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 roll of paper that people use during the week. So, for one thing, there is no mistake in what you're using. Secondly, it's much smaller. 
and we actually had a letter from an engineer in New York from the sanitary department thanking us because of this paper being smaller um, actually will not clog toilets that that sometimes people will use Kleenex in its place, <laughs> which is much bigger and of a different material. You actually, uh, <laughs> the washroom engineers are in touch with you we, about your we, product. We, uh, <laughs> we, we get it all, exactly. Um, exactly. Has this product, be, I mean, not to pry, but I'm just so curious, and we know the lamp is worldwide and you know has taken off like crazy over, over all these years. Have people reacted to the bathroom tissue in a similar way, or this hasn't really gotten off the ground yet? It, it, I mean, it's off the ground, but it's in certain pockets. A lot of people are very comfortable with whatever method they use. Right. And in, in other areas, it is uh, constantly in demand. But no, it's not as universally um, accepted or, or felt that there was a need for it as there was for the kosher lamp and many of our other products. Why is your clock kosher? Why do we call it a kosher clock? Um, well, first of all, we like that name to attach to most I, of our products. I understand, but what makes However, it appealing to um, Jewish people? The, I, I think, I, to, to better answer your right. question, the, um, there are certain things that this clock does that would um, preclude you from breaking Shabbos. Uh, for one, it turns off after one minute. If you use most alarms, they will continue to run Right. Uh, until you actually turn them off. So right. the annoying noise of an alarm clock that most of us don't want to hear, this one will shut off after one minute. So that's extremely important. Right. Uh, secondly, it has a uh, calendar in there so that when you have a um, two-day yomtov followed <laughs> by a Shabbos and you want to get up three different times, you obviously would not be able to use your typical alarm clock, so it became kosher by virtue of setting it before Yom Tov started, and it can wake you up three different times. Does it, it have actually wake you up ten different? It times. has ten different alarm settings. Ten, ten different alarm settings if I, if over I, a seven If, day if I want to wake up for Mincha at, at at some point, all three days, and wake up for Shachris at some point, all three days, I could do that without a problem. Absolutely. In fact, this was born. <laughs> Because I did a, 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 I do a lot of traveling. And you overslept. I'm sorry. And you overslept. <laughs> and I always no. Worse than that. <laughs> worse than that is that on Shabbos afternoon, you you know you need that schluff. Yeah. I can't survive without it. And when I'm in a hotel and there's nobody there to wake me up, it was a real problem. <laughs> so having the alarm wake me up in the morning. What am I going to do for the afternoon? So the the first version had five alarms on the same day. And then by by uh, kosher clock three, this version here it took care of all the other challenges. It has a um, a mode. It, it it it's called kosher clock three a because it's the third version, right. and b because it actually has three different positions. It's like the Toblerone um, chocolate, and depending on on uh, what what position it's in, it actually precludes you from pressing the snooze button. Or any other buttons, which is another uh, oh, one of the my. terrific features. That's another halacha concern. Holy cow. There you go. Very good. There you go. How reliable is your portable light board bug checker? Um, it what it does is it will highlight all the it should highlight all the bugs that are sitting in the lettuce, and of course you've got to or or many of the other vegetables. 
you you wash them, you put it on the board, and when you don't see any more, it's ready to eat. Wow, unbelievable. How you, how you thought of that, I don't know. Uh, Shabbos toothbrush, you mentioned that it takes care of some of the halachic problems with using a toothbrush on Shabbos. What would be among those? Well, for one thing, um, there's the problem of uh, squeezing. Right. And so what we did was we put the bristles uh, far enough apart that uh, the liquid that it gets in between the brushes is not being squeezed. So that's chita. Um, chavala is the problem of people who have sensitive gums right. and tend to bleed. So, of course, on Shabbos, bleeding is not allowed. And so what our toothbrush uh, is made of a, of a different rubber material so that um, it should not be um, pressing the gums in the same way that the nylon bristles do. Has the American Dental Association seen this toothbrush? Uh, we haven't shown it to them, <laughs> and that's a very good idea. But hopefully a few of them are listening, and right after this show we're going to be inundated by calls. I'm just wondering what they would say. Like, I wonder what, uh, yeah, do toothbrushes have standards in this country? I have no idea. I don't know how it works. Um, well, it does have to be FDA approved before it can be brought in. But I think that's more for making sure that whatever is being put in your mouth is is safe. With regards to the effectiveness of the um, brushes, there are no standards and uh, that, that I'm aware of. And certainly, if there were, we would uh, we would make sure that we were up there. But I believe we are because based on the comments that we get back from um, our many users who thank us because uh, bad breath was not one of the things they were thrilled about before. <laughs> it solved that social shock. It solved problem. that problem. Uh, anything new down the road? Moshe, or- or- Mo- Mo- Moshe Orzek is with us. He is the president of Kosher Innovations. What can we expect over the next few months? Well, probably the product that is most most requested is a travel kosher lamp. You get requests for a kosher Oh, absolutely. Well, well, we get two things. One is we are constantly, constantly receiving calls and emails saying, why did you do this or why did you do that? And then there are others. Uh, another form is where people will say, I've got a great idea. Um, why don't you do this? So more often than not, we would, um, if it's something that we think could be both marketable at a at a uh, proper price, we would ask them to fill out um, an NDA, a non-disclosure agreement, that they would send us that protects them when they give us the idea. Interesting. And those are the that's another way with, that we would be getting um, that we would be getting ideas. But certainly the calls that we get um, most for are the um, is the travel lamp because. The airlines are now charging you for weight on on on, on luggage. That's right. You can't and slip the big one. People who are traveling and right. don't know that there'll be a coach lamp waiting for them must must take it with them. Uh, so how small will this be? Or you don't know the exact dimensions yet? Uh, I I couldn't I couldn't quantify it, but to say that it would be um, in the range of a teacup. So any traveler who needs a lamp, they'll be able to schlep it along with them, and it won't be a schlep at all. Pretty cool. Exactly. It'll come in its own case, so it's protected. Hey, next time. And the, the unique design of what we're doing, it'll give you lots and lots of light. Next time you're in New Jersey, stop by. We'll talk more about the Travel Kosher Lab. What's the expected release date? Something, something, sometime? Um, probably in the spring. We're, we're really aiming for, uh, 
for Pesach. All right, let us know. Very interesting. I certainly will. Another couple of another couple of products. We we work very hard on doing things for the um, for the kids. So we have um, an Uncle Moishi toothbrush now. Oh, that's yours. That's ours. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. The com- the comments we get back are. Like I said before, but finally you can enjoy Shabbos, and that was wrong. Yeah. Well, now people say finally the kids do enjoy brushing their teeth. Or finally the kids actually brush their teeth. <laughs> or actually brush their teeth, that's right. And that that's you can right. say get away with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what we did was, that one, that one we could get away with, yes. So what we did was we made sure it was a, a top-quality toothbrush. And by teaming up with Uncle Moishi, we gave it that... Um, that twist that the kids would love. Very nice. All right. Uh, Kosher Innovations, you can go to their website and see all this stuff. It's amazing. And the, I see you've released the kosher lamp in, in the distinct uh, designer colors now. It actually brought it in, and it was sold out before it arrived. Because people want the uh, variety of colors. They That's want- right. That's right. Whether it's for the kids' room or yeah. for, for uh, a different part of the house, they want variety. Yeah, we, we started off with two colors. And kept adding as the demand for it increased. Now we're up to ten. I noticed that it's kosherimage.com. Is that the same as Kosher Innovations? Yes, it is. Yes, All right. It is. So you can check that out, folks. Moshe, thank you so much for joining us. I look forward to discussing more and more of your innovative products. A real down the road. pleasure. There he is, Moshe Orzak, Kosher Innovations. He is the man. He says he had an original partner as well who uh, who has to be thanked. But if anybody out there is using a kosher lamp. Or a kosher bug checker, or Shabbos bathroom tissue, or a kosher clock. You're indebted to him, and I thank him for joining us. Wednesday morning broadcast with Ari Goldwag at JM in the AM. Ha 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 ha
J.M. in the A.M., that's uh, Ari Goldwag uh, here from his uh, Amechad CD. J.M. in the A.M. with a reminder, Randy Wartelski and something to talk about coming up at 9 a.m. Eastern time on the stream, jmtheam.org. Randy, as usual, with an interesting guest, Nava Freed of Lilach.com. Hear how one woman's Sherut Lumi experience inspired her to start a booming business that shares Israeli culture and style with the world. Uh, that is coming up uh, at today at 9 a.m., right after JMM, just a few minutes from now. Then Rabbi Chaim Hagler speaks to Dr. Josh Wise, headmaster of the Torah Academy of Jacksonville. I want to take to run a school in a small Jewish community. Reminder, the Deershoe um, uh, archive from Saturday night with the words and music of inspiration from the big Deershoe Shabbos uh, is uh, on our website. If you go to NachumSiegel.com into the archive section, you will find it under Special Broadcasts. Uh, so check that out. Voting has started again for the 9 at 9 for next week. Uh, I told you I'd run through the uh, 9 at 9 from last night. And uh, let's see what we have here. 9 at 9, you had uh, Yomi Lowy from Mia, with Mia Deer at number 9. Shma Bikoli, that A.B. Rottenberg and Company song at number 8. 7 was uh, Yidl's Malayim Ziv. 6 was Baruch Levine's Zufaratzda. Avremel with Arois at number five. Ari Goldwag's Amechad, I just mentioned him. Number four, Schlag. Um, from the, uh, from the, the single, Key Ain at number three. You heard, uh, you heard at number two. Have to see here. <laughs> what was number two? Um, I don't know why I can't find the number two song. Oh, there it is. You see Meich from Moshe David Weissman featuring Shlomo Katz. Sally Gold, number one for the second week in a row. That's the top nine at nine. Voting for next week has begun. Top nine at nine every Tuesday night, 9 p.m. Eastern time on the stream. org. Don't forget, next week is the Hanukkah House Race Against the Clock Stunt Show. It's happening Tuesday night at 6 p.m. at the 564 Central Avenue in Cedarhurst, the Levi Yitzchak Library. Check that out next week. This coming Friday, Naomi Nachman is going to be live in the Cedarhurst starting at 9 a.m. Eastern Time this coming Friday. And that will be uh, a Table for Two expanded edition live from AHC Appliances where she'll be doing cooking demonstrations, giveaways, tastings, and more this coming Friday starting at 9 a.m. Eastern Time on the stream, jmnam.org. Uh, tomorrow is the uh, Shloshim service in memory of Charlotte Whale. Americans for a Safe Israel uh, will be hosting that at the Lisker Congregation, 163 East 69th Street in Manhattan, starting at 7.30 tomorrow night. Information, you can contact AFSI. We'll wrap things up on a very interesting Wednesday morning with Aspak Laria, JM in the AM. Oh.
Brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial and around the world on the web, jmnam.org. And that will wrap up a Wednesday morning broadcast. Thanks, everybody, for visiting us today here at JM in the AM, and thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Don't forget an amazing day on the stream. Randy's next with a great program. Then Rabbi Chaim Hagler, Z-Report, live lunch with Yossi Zweig. 
And a rumor flying that Charlie Harari is going to join us on air tomorrow morning. How do you like that? Have a fabulous Wednesday. Till tomorrow, it's Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.